You're listening to the Platte River Bard. This will be our next installment of our interviews with some of the cast and crew of Our Town, which opened April 13th and runs through April 24th at the Nebraska Repertory Theater. Our guest today is actor Christopher Austin, who plays the role of the stage manager. He has a B.A. in theater from Otterbein University and an M.A. in pastoral and professional counseling. He has film, voiceover, and theatrical credits, and he is currently the casting director for the Contemporary American Theater Company in Columbus, Ohio. We hope you'll enjoy hearing the stories of each of these talented artists as much as we did. (laughs) Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here today with Christopher Austin, who plays the stage manager in the Nebraska Repertory Theater's production of Our Town. Welcome. Thank you for talking with us today. Yeah, it's really awesome to be here. Thank you very much. Welcome. Yes, indeed. Well, right off the bat, I can tell why they got you for the stage manager. Fantastic voice oh. right off the yes. bat. Uh, I did buy it off of Amazon uh, for the show. Excellent purchase. <laughs> uh, no, we, we, like I said, we, we got to see it on Wednesday, and uh, such a great job. Fantastic Thank work. Thank uh, it's such a fun part, and uh, you really do an excellent job in it. I appreciate that. Thank um, you. Which... Uh, which I, I, I kind of thought I, I sabotaged myself c- coming to see it because I watched the Paul Newman version right before I went. And I thought, I've well, that's that. kind of unfair to, to watch that before I go watch this. But no, no, it's not. You guys were awesome. <laughs> it's, just, it's just different and takes. And it's different. It's it just is. different. Yeah. It's different. It's just different. And um, now, had you had any experience with this play before or is this your first experience with Our Town? Uh, I did this my senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Different part? Same part? No, it was the same part. So, and oh, did you do the same part? That was really weird because that was 20 some years some ago. 20 years ago? <laughs> but, yeah, but it was, it was the same part. And, but it's really weird at my age now, yeah. like looking back at these ideas and these concepts that this play is really getting at. And I didn't have the awareness I have now you know back then sure and i was eight, seventeen, eighteen, and i did the best i could you know acting wise well, sure. and i thought i you know for the time i thought i probably was the best i could be at that time but okay. looking back and having lived and people get married and they pass away and all of life's up and downs you bring all of that perspective into this role now and you get it on an entirely another level like this is mm-hmm. our shared story of the human experience absolutely so so i wasn't thinking like that at 18 by any means uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah no <laughs> i know i wasn't yeah <laughs> but 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 yeah that was that was my first uh experience with it yeah oh wow so that's got to be really cool i've actually kind of always wanted to do that to go back and revisit something years and years later that i did a long mm-hmm. time ago that has to be a really great experience and especially from you know doing it in high school and now in a professional Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of uh, venue with uh, other professionals. That's got to be sort of satisfying and in a way, maybe looking back at your old performance, maybe slightly humbling mm-hmm. in a way, thinking, mm-hmm. huh, so that's what I did then. Um, well, did honest- that inform what you did now? Uh, thinking back on what you used to do? I 
I thought about it only in the sense that uh, it's kind of familiar territory. Just familiar territory, okay. But the humbling thing is just the entire production and being a part of it. You know what I mean? Because of everything that you just said. A lot of people, a lot of incredible people. Yeah, we're here at Nebraska Rep and working with the students who we have an opportunity to watch and and pass, you know, information back and forth and have all these wonderful discovery moments together. And and uh, to be able to talk about it here is humbling (laughs) with with you (laughs) because, you you know, you're nice enough to ask us to be here and and to talk to us about it. That's humbling in and of itself. So all of this is is very humbling. So now. Since you did it before in high school, doing it now with with this music, with the underscore um, is 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 got to be quite a quite a different experience. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, And. I would think it would be really neat to work with something with an underscore like this and really sort of helpful as it, an actor. It is. It kind of actually reminded me, I've done a couple of musicals, um, like one or two. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't normally sing, but sometimes I do. Um, so it, in some ways it was kind of like that musical process because uh, certain lines cue, okay, now we're starting this song. Mm-hmm. And then we have to end at this moment or this cue line. Mm-hmm. So it was very precise in that way. So some of our pacing and, and things like that really has to line up musically because it is dialogue and there is some of the contrast that's going on, but you still have to be very in tune and listening, but also very much in the moment and delivering the lines. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. that, yes. uh, it all matches up and comes together. So it really is kind of like, if you are putting together like a watch and you're seeing all these little parts coming together and this is how it all syncs in rhythm and all of that, like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things going on up in your mind. But thankfully, because you're in the hands of really good, wonderful people and creative artists and leadership, we're able to make it all <laughs> look like it's hopefully make it look like it's lo- working out OK. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, how'd you like working with Arthur? Arthur is great. I. Got to meet him back in December when uh, we had a gala here. They had a gala in December. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At, at the, the Rococo. Rococo. Yeah. Yes, yeah. at yeah. the Rococo. And uh, talk about humbling. It was like, hey, Christopher, we'd love for you to come out and just be a part of this gala to help showcase this new music for our town later, you know, next year, which yeah. is now. So uh, came out for a week. That's when I first met Arthur. Uh, we have a very similar... Uh, approach to acting and theater and we really just want to get to the truth and to tell the story that needs to be told and we're willing to do the work to get there and and I really connected with him on that and just as a not only as a creative talent but also just as a person and yeah. general like he's just a really yeah. genuine sweet warm person so I really I really enjoy working with him and uh, hopefully there's some things to come yeah yeah how, so how did you decide to try out for, to audition for this particular? Okay, uh, it involved COVID. Oh, uh, as, that's, as, as everything has. Lately, yes, it's a part of everything. Totally involved has involved COVID. Okay, so uh, they were Nebraska Rep was doing uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh yeah, I think it was last year, the year before, something mm-hmm. like that. And um, I was my professor of theater when I went to Otterbein University in Ohio. Her name was Christina Kirk. 
and yes. she is currently executive director. I say, yes, she Here. is. Yeah. She's so, been on the podcast. Oh, great. <laughs> Wonderful. You know her well. Yes. So they were... Uh, you know, getting ready to do that show, and she asked me if I was interested in submitting a video, since I'm all the way in Ohio, mm-hmm. a video audition. And I said, sure, yeah, okay, we can do that. And they enjoyed the video audition. However, COVID is really ramping up at that time. Yeah. And because of that, um, I had been offered the role, but I had to, things were very unknown. I had to unfortunately had to step out. Yeah. And about, sometimes you have to do that because... Yes. There are th- things in life that are more important than, uh, you know, right. uh, <laughs> a show, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. there are far more things important in life sometimes, like living itself is more yes. <laughs> important than not getting, you know, <laughs> I, you got to be like careful. That. Yes. So, um, so that's kind of how it came back around for full circle, yeah. though, is they're putting this gala together, and Arthur had actually seen the, uh, the video for Midsummer Night's Dream. That, and he watched that, and he's like, oh, wow, I like this guy. Um, let's see if we can get him out for the gala. Oh. And, and and that's how I first met him there. Oh, and, and it was kind of weird because I, uh, I was thinking, like, I feel like I want to treat this gala like – I'm of the belief that you're always auditioning. You know, some mm-hmm. some people are taught that. You know, remember, whether you're at a job, like you're always interviewing mm-hmm. or in a show, you're always auditioning, like yeah. always do your best, give your best. Um, that's just where I come from. That's what I believe in. So I just, I'm just going to, I don't know, that's just what I feel inside. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to treat it like I'm always auditioning, bring my best every day. And again, I'm really glad to be here. Let, like, that's just going to be there. Mm-hmm. And after that was over, a couple, like a week later, hey, we really want you to <laughs> take this on. We'd love to offer this to you. And I was like, whoa. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It was great. So I, I was excited, really excited yeah. to take this on. And then I thought about being 18. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done this since I was 18. Wait a minute. Yeah. I do remember that there's a crap ton of lines. I do remember <laughs> Yes, uh, by far the most, I think. Yeah, the biggest part. It's such a great Did part, you remember though. any of them? Did it come back for you? I remembered easily? Mr. Morgan. Oh. Did you Mostly really? Mr. Morgan. That's because my dad, out of all the shows I've ever done, the only character he cares about is Mr. Morgan because when I was 18, he said that was the most distinctive character and memorable character, which was completely different than the way I do it now. Huh. I, modeled, I modeled Mr. Morgan after my great uncle, my great uncle Leonard, and the way he talked was kind of like this. So, hey, George, <laughs> hey, Emily, what would you like? Oh, no, that's... that's <laughs> That's, it was completely different. Yeah, totally. So, but for whatever reason, that's the only one to this day. Yeah. I've, done, I've done Othello. I've done uh, yeah. all kinds of, I've yeah. done yeah. Greek stuff, tragedy. I've done Shakespeare, Hotspur, uh, all kinds of, the only thing he cares about is Mr. Morgan. <laughs> oh, well, all right. <laughs> well, now, now, how did you get in? Everybody's got their own way. How'd you get into acting in the, in the first place? What was your, what was your way in? Uh, yeah, so... I guess very, very first one was uh, like in first grade, oh. and it was a little story in elementary school about a farmer who couldn't pull up a turnip by himself. Oh, man. And I was that farmer. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this big little beard and my little suspenders, and I'm looking out there, and, and I remember being like really nervous. Mm-hmm. And the teacher said, oh, you don't have to go if you really don't want to. 
I look back out, you know, from backstage, I'm kind of peeking. You know? <laughs> I say, no, no, no. It's my, my kid voice. No, 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 I'm going to do it. <laughs> I want to try. <laughs> so uh, I say the line, and it was okay. Um, fifth grade, no, fourth grade, Midsummer Night's Dream, played Nick Bottom. Oh. And... Um, that was a great, it was like a kid-friendly version kid of, this, <laughs> of this show because yeah, yeah. we're in fourth grade. Sure. But I then I spent quite a time away from not doing anything back for about four years. Back in, in ninth grade, there was a show called 12 Angry Jurors. Not 12 Angry Men because the director wanted to cast females in the roles too. Oh, I see. So yeah. it's 12 Angry Jurors. 12 Angry Jurors. Okay, very good. And I was juror number four. I auditioned. I was like, at that time, I was like really... As quiet as really shy. Okay. Um, I knew that I liked acting. I was the kid at home, like watching the movies, and I'm like <laughs> acting them out. And, yeah. You know, like the you know that shit, that was just me. That's Star it. Wars. Oh yeah. Darth oh, yeah. Vader. Oh I'm yeah. Recreating all the light. This she's looking at you. So this absolutely. Must be, <laughs> must be doing it. Oh, you got a Star Wars shirt on right oh, now. I may. I may or may not have an X Men shirt on. <laughs> So I, I was I was like you. I was like living this out and doing the dialogue and oh, yeah. running around and Luke, I am your practicing the <laughs> It was like really practicing all of like I was just so but I, I was like also like I said, really shy and it was hard mm-hmm. sometimes to think about being in front of people. Yeah. So that first um matinee, this was our first showing in front of the whole school and there's that shy kid you know, 13, 14, I guess 14 at that time. And I'm looking out at the audience and I'm literally shaking. Like I'm on stage and I'm literally shaking. Like my leg is shaking involuntarily. Like I can't make myself stop shaking. And, uh, and, and there's nervous Chris there, you know, Mm -hmm. there's that 14 year old shy nervous. And and I mumbled sometimes. You can't barely get me to open up my mouth. I just kind of really nervous. That was me. I was shy, quiet, nervous. And, and, Something happened, though. My first line came up, and I was able to get it out. I was able to get the line out. Yeah. And then I felt all this release. Yep. If you've been there. Yeah. Felt all this release. And then suddenly, it wasn't about that nervousness of, oh, my gosh, I have to say this in front of everybody. It was, oh, my gosh, I get to say this yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah. When's my next line? <laughs> I get to do yeah, this. Yeah. I get to do this. And that was like really freeing. And it made me realize that um, in that whole experience, it was like one of those big profound moments when I realized like my voice and this art impacts people mm-hmm. and people want to listen and they want to hear what the story is. And, and I just kind of took that and ran with it. And that was a big, big moment for me. It kind of was like a big shift where theater allowed me to be less shy and be more mm-hmm. confident and to uh, be willing to step out, not just in the theater, but, you know, socially too and, and homeless outreach and taking up causes and, and things like yeah. that. It just helped me mm-hmm. get out there and, wow. and take that on. So, yeah, it made a big difference for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is amazing. I love that story. And, and so I, one of the things I noticed about your character in this, in this production is just the energy that you really bring to, to the role. And you make it so relatable. Um, 
as being the stage manager. I love it. Yeah, it's, it was it's really, really. It's a fantastic role, and it's uh, uh, and, and uh, you did an excellent, excellent job. Um, now I, I noticed that uh, uh, you're you're a. Uh, you're, you're working out of Ohio right now. Mm -hmm. You're a casting director for a theater up, yeah. up yeah. there? Contemporary American, uh, I was about to say therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Contemporary American therapy. I got therapy on the mind. <laughs> there you go. Contemporary Artist American thing. Theater Company. Excellent. Uh, shorthand is CatCo. CatCo, okay. Yeah, CatCo Theater, Contemporary American Theater Company. So yeah, I started with them actually as a casting director mid-August mid last year. Okay. And um, one of the uh, wonderful things that they've been doing is really putting out shows that increase representation on stage and, mm -hmm. and diversity and inclusion. And we've made it a point to make that happen in our casting process, mm -hmm. which I'm really happy for. It's oh, been really great. great. Yeah. Uh, some of our shows have been uh, nominated already for uh, local uh, uh, awards and gotten really nice recognition. So I'm proud of the artists that in uh, the work that they're doing. Wow. Cool, cool. Um, now, you do voiceover work. You have to. I've done some here You've and there. You've done some here and yeah, there? Okay. Some here and there, Just yeah. curious if you've done I've, a bunch. Well, I, I, I had this project. Um, <laughs> it's one of my – I had a lovely time doing it. It was for the Columbus Metropolitan Library. Mm -hmm. And they have a dial-a-story program where people can either log in online or they can call and listen to stories being read to them, you know, like kits. Yes. You know, so I read a series of several different books. And, and I, that was, again, one of those moments like, I can't believe I get to, like, just read kids' books, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, for fun. Yeah. And, like, kids are going to, like, have a fun time listening to it. But, but it was yeah. also important for me for that, too, because... Uh, my mom is a school teacher. She's a retired school teacher. Okay. She's a retired English teacher, ah. which also had an impact on me in theater yeah. because learning how to write papers and analyze and critique and all that helped inform my process of looking at a script and finding out who a character is. Okay. So I learned a lot from English class, and I learned a lot from my mom correcting my papers. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, mom, can you proofread this? Okay, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. <laughs> Basically, start over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. I got to do a lot of different, you know, I just had fun trying different voices. Um, one was called Lily's Purple Plastic Purse by <laughs> Kevin Henkes. <laughs> and it's about a little mouse, and she's so excited to have her purple plastic purse, <laughs> and she's taking it to school. Sounds like me. Yeah, is, is it you? <laughs> you you got to look it up now because, like, you really got to look up this story now. So I, I just had so much fun doing all these voices, <laughs> finding one. the one girl was kind of a snob. She was like a snobby mouse. <laughs> oh, Lily has a purse. She's interrupting the school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> The teacher's voice was like, now, Lily, put your purse away. <laughs> you know, it was, just, it, was just, it was just fun. You That's know? awesome. I, and I've done some radio stuff and, you know, little, yeah, different stuff. It's yep. been fun. It's been some audio, not in, just not only with the library, but some mm -hmm. other audio book recordings and oh, things cool. like that. So. Yeah, see, you know, wide variety of stuff. All you guys have all kinds of stuff really going do. on. Lots of irons and lots of different From fires. From all over the place. Yes, mm -hmm. and it's That's really amazing. nice to see. Yeah. Actors are some of the most... I'm surprised people want to come to Nebraska, but I'm so happy that you do. Uh, yeah. You know, because well, it's so nice I don't to see think people think, oh, this is Nebraska. Well, 
well, the I mean, it's, it's just a wonderful secret, though. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I hope it that really it is. doesn't stay a secret, though. Yeah, it really is. I was I, I was, was was talking to somebody earlier. I was I'm I'm shocked at the amount of theater that goes on in this area. Mm-hmm. All around here, so I've been finding out. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, because yeah, I was—I'm from Kansas City originally. I made a and, move here, and uh, oh, okay, I yeah. was just blown away. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there, there's more going on up here than there even to think about down in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a much bigger city, mm-hmm. and I it thought a better theater city, city, but no. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the rep has just been uh, such oh, a they're amazing, uh, fantastic place. Yeah, and totally. You and and so many others that that they brought here are just everybody is is incredible you guys have all done such a an amazing job with this production mm-hmm. um especially you which the stage manager kind of has to carry the show in a way right. he has to keep it moving yeah he's yeah, telling yeah. the story absolutely yeah. and 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 i think it's a part that can i think is a hard part because he gets a lot of explanation and i think that can be hard I think to to continue to make it interesting, mm-hmm. you know, you're sort of basil exposition sometimes, mm-hmm. and I, I think it takes um, a real good actor to uh, make it interesting. Not just make it sound good. I mean, mm-hmm. but make it interesting and engaging. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I thought you were just oh, amazing, spot on. Well, it's a great part. Thank you. There's this line um, in in the script where uh, they're talking about this time capsule. Where are we going to put in the cornerstone? Yeah. And, they say, and he says, I wanna, we're going to put in a Bible and the Constitution of the United States and a copy of William Shakespeare's plays. Yes. William Shakespeare, in case anyone doesn't know, mm-hmm. yeah. knew how to write very long-winded speeches. Yes. And I mean no disrespect by long-winded. It's just they're very long. Mm-hmm. And it's an incredible acting exercise, an incredible acting feat to take these pages of monologues or soliloquies or whatever mm-hmm. and, and make them come alive and breathe life to them and make them interesting and not just sound like a pretty sonnet that you listen to before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that there really is, I think that he chose that for a reason because the stage manager is doing something similar there. Yeah. But I think the same approach that I've taken to past Shakespeare work is I have to be very clear about what I'm saying. In Shakespeare, we remove hundreds of years and the language is different, Yes. but you can still run into a barrier in the audience understanding what are we really getting at if we still don't have, if the actor doesn't have the clarity of what am I really trying to convey and yes. say here, especially with the music there. Yes, right? which even adds even more. Yeah. I think the music yeah. is brilliant. It is beautiful, oh. but it, if you don't do it right, uh, you can lose that text in the music it's yes. not and completely lose the story and then well it didn't, and then yeah. it, it'll end up fighting with it yeah and totally. then the actors and the music are like fighting together yeah. which which did not happen no, for didn't. a single yeah. second in this i mean you well, guys were here uh oh yeah as far as um uh well everything the 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 way you guys sort of seem to inform the music, the way the music seemed to inform it does the absolutely. actors, and yeah. and sometimes it, totally does. it uh, the the and 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 an amazing for a first night the the timing that you guys had with all of this, it didn't feel like you guys were timing it. It was all very natural, and it all just kind of happened. 
Mm-hmm. And, oh, good. Uh, yeah. I'm glad it seemed organic. Really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's good. That's Very good. organic. Very organic. That's great to hear. Um, yeah. That yeah. was a wonderful process to be able to just have that music there, period. Because I don't know if anybody else has told you, I'm sure they did, but we went rehearsals with at least a piano. Mm-hmm. At least a piano. Okay. So piano. we could hear, like, okay, this is what it's going to sound like. Right. And then we went like a week with nothing. Yeah. And the show felt so different. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it was See, so weird. Well, having seen with music now, I can't imagine seeing it differently yeah. now. Cause yeah. But you didn't have music when you did it in high school, did you? Or maybe you did. No, not at yeah. all. Most, do I don't know of any score. production that really incorporates a score like this. This yeah. is something so new, so different. Unique, yeah. So yeah, back then, totally, totally not. So you've seen it both, you've done it both ways. Yeah, so. totally. <laughs> and, and I really like this because that music, it's like the text informs the music and the music informs the text. Mm-hmm. You know, they both really work well together and amplify one mm-hmm. another. And the actors hear that music and we're moved in ways by it and and sometimes the music changes according in the rehearsal process and development process sometimes the music it changes according to what the actor is doing because the actors found something oh maybe there's a way to highlight this too musically Mm -hmm. so it it was really awesome craig's um music um is is just beautiful and him working with charlie is uh, talk about humbling. It's just humbling to be yeah. able to work with them and the work yeah. that they're doing. Really, it's really great folks around here, man. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what a what a what a pleasure it was to watch. Yeah. And, and for students, there are students in this production that get to work with. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine you, getting, getting to be a student yeah. working around guys like you right. and the director. We try to be good influences. We try to get them. <laughs> well, you know, something I really enjoyed was being able to just talk like ideas in the rehearsal process with the students. Um, watching scenes and like oh um, what's your character think about this and then follow just asking questions Mm -hmm. because I think some of the best directors know how to ask the right questions Mm -hmm. and Arthur knows how to ask good questions but really good directors in my opinion don't just tell you what you're doing they help you make the discovery you get there you have yeah, yeah because you're the one that has to do it so that's anything in life when you feel like you've come to the conclusion it's aha eureka mm-hmm. it sticks yeah and it's more real and so you feel more emboldened to go there sure. so uh, i love that approach of just asking questions and so we would just have dialogue with and they're already great i already love what they were doing um i was also curious like at a because i remember being a student mm-hmm. I remember being in rehearsal, but also thinking about, oh my gosh, I got a class paper I got to write. I got to wake up for 8 a.m. Maybe I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, I I, I get all that. I know all that. Been there, done that. Totally. So um, I like to use those questions as an opportunity to help all of us get, like, like attuned. And let's, like, let's get into this moment. Nothing else, yeah, because yeah. my mind can wander too, and I gotta get myself back <laughs> yeah. in. So sometimes it's probably it's helping me more than it's helping them. <laughs> but I, that's what I really enjoyed working with the students is this these creative conversations. And George has this moment. I remember talking with Will, and we were talking about the end, and he's crying over Emily. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, several rehearsals ago just having that conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, what happened when you found out she passed? 
Were you holding the baby, the brand new baby? Mm-hmm. Who told you? Where was the four-year-old? Mm-hmm. You know, did someone take the baby away from you? Mm-hmm. Did you go in and like just all of this? Yeah, what happened? Mm-hmm. And yeah. seeing it all, and we're talking about it, yeah. and it was it was so amazing to have that moment to have just creatives creating and just talking this and yeah. making it come alive and seeing it happen, and then you see it on stage. Yeah. 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 Christopher Austin. Thank you very well, thank much you. for Such talking with us. Absolutely. It was a real pleasure to talk to you. you t- it was you a as well. real pleasure to watch you perform. Absolutely. Thank you very our much. Town. He is, of course, the stage manager in the Nebraska Reps' current production of Our Town. You got to see this guy. He does a fantastic yes. job. You got to see thank this you very show. Much. It's really wonderful. Christopher Austin, thank you, thank sir. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, really. Thank you. This oh, is great. Privilege. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Our Town is directed by Arthur Feinsod and dedicated to the memory of his late friend and colleague, Tony Hall, who directed Dr. Feinsod's play, Table 17, in 2007. Our Town opened on April 13th and runs through April 24th. You can get your tickets now at nebraskarep.org. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.